stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. So welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we talked about which wolf you would feed and some tools to use when perhaps you find yourself feeding the wrong wolf. And this week, one of my recent podcasts was on the critical partners you need in your business. And I promised we'd hear more from the experts. So today we have Lauren Leverett of Gateway Bank. Lauren is a business development officer for Gateway Bank, and she's also a phenomenal entrepreneur herself uh, with her consulting business as a nonprofit guru. She has served prior as executive director for Midwest Food Bank and Boys and Girls Club of the East Valley. And she's here today to give us insight on your banking partner. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you, Sheila. Glad to be here today. I'm excited to have you. And I know everyone's super excited to hear from you. So I thought we'd jump in uh, with some questions. And so the first one is, you know, of course, I talked about uh, uh, the banking relationship is one of the critical partners. And that relationship with the banker as an entrepreneur is so important. So from your perspective, why is developing that relationship as a partner so important? As a small business owner, the relationship you form with your banker is one of the most important business relationships you can have. Bankers play a crucial role in helping you obtain financing, maximizing your business funds, and helping your company achieve its goals. Just like any relationship, the banker-client relationship has many components. This is some of the most important qualities I believe to look for in your business banker and the benefits um, that you receive. The first and foremost is the best bankers are great listeners. They need to understand your business and your goals. They should take a um, consultative, thoughtful approach to working with you, especially when there is no simple solution. Your banker should be creative when finding solutions to your needs and find a way to say yes. As you're probably painfully aware, business owners have a lot on their plates. A good banker will lessen the load by making your, your banking processes as easy as possible. Your banker should be accessible and responsive so you can reach him or her if something comes up. It's also important that your banker have the ear of an executive management. If he or she has a way to influence decisions, they will be a stronger advocate for you throughout the lending process. Besides a banker's obvious role of helping you get the financing you need, a great banker can and should do so much more. Local bankers have experience working with all types of local businesses, which can help them solve your challenges and even prevent future problems by giving you advice based on what they've seen with other clients. The best bankers are also very familiar with the local economy and business environment so they can provide crucial insight to help you make the best decisions for your company. Most importantly, once you've built a good relationship with your banker, um, they will be focused on helping you succeed, not just trying to sell you products and services that you might not need. Oh, I love that. And that is so true. I think with most banks, there's such an impersonal approach I know uh, in in the bigger bank that I deal with, it you know I'm I'm a number at best, and and that's not a that's not a a comfort sign for sure. And I think what's always interesting is 
uh, particularly as entrepreneurs, it's always more difficult to forge that relationship with a bank when you're in the, in the middle of a need for a loan or a line of credit, or just help with an immediate business making issue, kind of like you mentioned. And I think that is tougher with the big banks, particularly when you're the smaller fish in the business bowl, if you will. You know, I certainly considered myself a smaller fish, so I'm I'm not as important to them. And I also often sing the praises of the value of a community bank, which you've kind of alluded to. So what's your take on when it's time to start that relationship? And of course, your thoughts on community bankers. Yeah, well, you know, I believe the moment you develop your company, you should start building your relationship with your banker, right? Although it's never too late to start looking. Um, However, as we saw in the pandemic, people needed the PPP loans and they needed them now. Um, And those who did not have a good banking relationship, um, they were just a number um, in a big, big pond. And so, um, you know, at Gateway Bank, we were able to approve all PP loans, PPP loans within a matter of days and get them funded within a matter of weeks. So, um, again, it's 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 very important to have that business banking relationship as soon as possible um, with somebody that you trust. And so. Um, you know, really, I say there's five reasons why to use a community bank, Sheila. I think that um, there's five important reasons for small, particularly small entrepreneurs to look at, which the first one is it saves time and money. Okay, so most locally owned banks offer the same array of services from online bill paying to debit and credit cards um, at much lower cost than bigger banks. Average fees at a small bank tend to be substantially lower than at big, big banks. Um, In fact, according to national data, that's a true fact. Studies show that small financial institutions also offer, on average, better interest rates on savings and better terms on credit cards and other loans. Um, The second reason is, you know, put your money to work growing our own local economy. This is a big one. Small businesses, which create the majority of new jobs, depend heavily on small local banks for financing. And although small to mid-sized banks control less than one quarter of the bank assets, they account for more than half of the small business lending, which is insane to me. So your bigger banks allocate relatively little um, of less of their resources to small businesses. These 20 banks, so 20 of the bigger banks right now control 57% of all bank assets, but only devote 18% of their time to small business commercial loan portfolios. Okay, so it's a very small percentage of of looking at their larger scale. Um, The third one is, you know, keep decision making local. This is a big one. If a business banker or executive knows your business, they know the client, they are more apt to help you and help you in need. Okay, so a lot of the times when you come to banks, you're in need of that funding. Um, And a lot of the bigger banks, if you don't fit in that in that square, right, um, you're not going to get the funding. And so at local banks, loan approvals and other crucial critical decisions are made locally by people who live in your community, have face-to-face relationships with their customers and understand more of the local needs. Because of this personal knowledge, local financial institutions are often able to provide or approve small businesses and other loans that big banks would not particularly want to play in. Okay, so you've got a better chance of getting lending in a small community bank. 
Um, the fourth is support productive investments. Okay, so um, a lot of the times the bigger banks, they're investing in Wall Street. Um, and so with your smaller banks, the, the primary um, activity of most community banks is to turn deposits into loans for other small local entrepreneurs just like ourselves. Uh, big banks, big, big banks, big banks devote a sizable share of their resources to speculative trading and other um, like Wall Street, but provide little economic or social value for our local economy. And then the fifth is the commitment to our community. Um, the health of local banks impacts the health of our communities. We saw this in the down in the downturn. You know, Texas was one of the first states to to get back into into proper economic shape. Well, they had the most community banks out of any state. So it wasn't a coincidence. Um, there's definitely something backing that. Um, but this is why, you know, a lot of local banks are more in, more involved um, in their communities than the bigger banks. I know Gateway Bank is very involved in a lot of the nonprofits. We're involved in the financial um, investing and in, investing in institutions as far as giving back to, to our uh, like Mesa Community College and different colleges. We're doing a lot of training and teaching and advocacy about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, um, you know, what they're going to need financially and what documents to keep track of and all those things that a lot of people don't really know when they enter the business world because they have a dream and a vision and a goal and entrepreneurs know what they know, but they don't know a lot as far as the back end stuff. So that's when you really take it upon yourself to hire out services like yourself, Sheila, um, or like me and my consulting business. Um, but yeah, so local banks really play an active role in the communities and that's, that's huge. So, um, that's the five I, I would say are the most important. Yeah. And I, uh, I really love that you mentioned, of course, uh, community banks, they, they do tend to listen. They tend to understand your business, not only the community, but they, but they're giving you that advice that you're not going to get elsewhere. And here's what I mean. And here's what my experience is, you know, the larger banks that, that where there's just the impersonal, as I call it connection, they're not going to say, no, that's probably not the right fit, or that's probably not the right direction for you based on what you've just said. They're just going, pushing whatever products or services rather than what's in your best interest. And I think the distinguisher right since I have both kind of those relationships, community and the bigger banks, uh, they, they really are interested, invested in your success and your success with them, not just, oh, I have another product or service for you. So it's such a big difference. It, it really is night and day if uh, someone has not experienced that kind of relationship. And maybe as a segue to that, I imagine that some of my listeners uh, might be thinking, well, that's great. I have a bank, but I don't really have that partner relationship you're talking about. So Maybe what's your advice on how to approach or start that relationship as opposed to just knowing someone? Right. Yeah. You know, developing a relationship with your banker, it shouldn't be a difficult process, right? You build it like you would any other professional relationship. If you don't already have a business banker, I would start by getting references from people you trust. It's important to choose a banker with a good reputation and proven success but also a good fit, right? A good fit for you and your business. Um, so I would say that once you choose that banker, take the time to meet with him or her and explain your business and your goals. 
It's important to have open communication from the get-go. Be upfront about any challenges your business faces and let him or her know of any issues as soon as they arise. Your banker's goals should align with yours, but he needs to understand your company to do his or her job and to help you make the best possible decisions. Even in well-established relationships, keep the lines of communication open. Share information in a timely manner. This is very important. If you build the right relationship from the beginning, your banker can become one of your most valuable advisors. Uh, There are many type of professional relationships, but I would say none as important or potentially business altering as your relationship with your business banker, as we saw with the PPP process through the pandemic. I think a lot of people learned this is a relationship I must have, I must maintain, and I must keep. So um, the best banking partner you can have will be quick, caring, committed, and will be cheering you on. Absolutely. And I love, you know, as a uh, maybe a, a caveat emptor, so Gateway is one of my banking partners, and I love, love, love them. And one of the things that they did were uh, fireside chats. And I loved the fireside chats. You really felt like, and of course you were in the Zoom room uh, with the CEO and, and able to ask questions. And that, that was just such a great extension of that relationship and, and really, I guess, meaning it and putting rubber to the road. So interesting things that, that Gateway does. I'm sure others do it too, but I really appreciated that. Uh, You have mentioned a a few things. Are there other criteria that entrepreneurs should be evaluating when choosing a bank to partner? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people look at banking relationships and think that size matters, right? When it comes to banking, size matters. However, that doesn't mean that bigger is always better. Okay, you'll need to evaluate your business needs and your comfort level to decide whether you'd rather work with a small community bank or large national bank. I think this depends heavily on the size of your company. Um, But smaller community banks may be more attuned with local market conditions and more willing to work with you based on your character, character and overall profile rather than the hard number of your credit score. In other words, it might be easier to secure a loan or line of credit with a smaller bank. Um, more of a local bank. Whether you need the resources and varieties of a large bank or what they offer, the local expertise of a small bank um, is going to probably better your relationship um, with your banker. So you're going to have more opportunity to get more of a yes than a no when you're going after funding or a line of credit or anything that you're looking to do. Um, The second thing I would say as far as criteria goes um, that entrepreneurs should be evaluating is, um, you know, check your credit. Larger banks can take their pick of what businesses they want to work with. That means, you know, it may be harder to get into a larger bank if your business is very new or has a low credit score. So, you know, small local banks may be more forgiving um, of new local businesses that may have less um, stringent credit less stringent credit requirements for opening accounts and lines of credit. Um, And then I would also say too that um, approach internet banks with caution. I've seen this a lot with small entrepreneurs. Um, Online banks are becoming more common, but should be approached with some caution. And after thorough research, um, part part of banking is is building a business relationship that, 
both your business credit and things like that. But it's it may be easier offline than on. Um, so I would just say that just approach those with caution. You just never know what you're going to get with those online banking partners. Um, the fourth is location, location, location. Okay. So where is the bank located? Consider the bank's uh, proximity to your office, home, and or areas where you travel. Um, do you need the, the ability to make deposits on a daily or weekly basis? How often do you withdraw cash from your business? Do you ever need bank-issued certified checks? Do you travel for work? And are you able to use national ATMs without fees? So you always want to think of location. Um, Gateway Bank does service all of Arizona. But again, those are for more of the lending needs. For our local business owners, you know, we can do things like um, where you don't have to come to the bank all the time. We can do direct deposits and things like that. But um, you do want to think about location because that might be imperative to your business, especially if you're small. Um, and then what are your digital needs? I think that when you're looking for a bank, you want to align with a bank that has the same digital needs that you that you have. Um, so do they have an app? Do they have online services? All of those things that you're going to need to make your business a success. So um, I would say those are the top things that entrepreneurs should look at when they're trying to locate um, what bank to, to partner with or um, what they should be questioning. Very good. Um, you know, one more I'd want to add to that is, does your bank work with the SBA? Some bankers are SBA, SBA certified. So for those of you that don't know, SBA is the Small Business Association. A lot of the times for first-time entrepreneurs, um, you do have to go the SBA route with lending. So there's the SBA 504 and 7A, which, which are the most common um, loans to go after. Is your bank... Um, qualified to do those SBA loans. Cause a lot of the times, you know, new entrepreneurs are going to need those funding services. So um, make sure that they are, and if not find someone who is. Right. And the reality of, you know, right out of the gate, so many times entrepreneurs are told that they can get a huge SBA loan. And, and again, I, I appreciate the realities of uh, a good banker that, that really gives the, the reality of what, can occur as a brand new business. Yeah. It's very interesting. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we've mentioned, you know, big banks, smaller banks, and, you know, I mentioned I have a couple of banks. Um, should, what, what's your take on maybe should people have more than one bank or certainly more, more than one bank relationship? Yeah. You know, relationships are relationships. We have relationships with multiple people, multiple vendors, and that's totally okay. I, you know, um, I think it's totally up to the business owner. It's a good thing to keep your personal and business account separate. However, I will say um, when a banker knows all of your assets and cash flow, um, it is easier for them to make a decision on lending based on that. So a lot of the times when you're trying to secure a commercial loan or a business loan, they are going to look at outside income as well. Okay. So when you do have your personal checking, savings, money market accounts at the same bank that you're trying to get your business loan through, it can be a positive thing. Um, that's not to say that you can't have multiple accounts, but it's probably best when trying to secure loans to have it all in one place. Perfect. Um, and we've covered a couple of these maybe, but what would you say is the number one or maybe 
two barriers that you find entrepreneurs face when coming specifically to Gateway Bank? Yeah, um, you know, when I thought about this question, four things popped into my mind. Um, The first one was having a plan, a business plan. What are they going to do with that money? Um, And so you always have to have some sort of plan. Um, And bankers want to know that plan. If we're giving you money, we want to know what you're going to do with it and how you're going to use it. Um, And so that's the first and foremost. Um, The second thing I would say is, what kind of loan do you need? Be prepared when you go to your business banker. Um, And maybe it's the first meeting that you have that you say, these are my needs. This is my plan. What kind of loan should I be looking at at getting or securing? Is it a line of credit? Is it a, um, you know, this type of loan or that type of loan? There's so many different types of business loans. Um, And then also do the payback of those loans, right? Because if I'm going to take out a line of credit, it's interest only typically that you're paying on that, right? So um, can you pay that back fully in five years? And if not, are you going to have to refi? There are so many options available for business owners as far as different products that are out there that they can choose from. So um, always know kind of what you need um, and what that payback is going to be and can you afford it? Um, and, and be prepared for the, for the end result there. Um, the third thing I would say is having good financial statements. A lot of the times we get small to mid-sized business owners come in and you're going, wow, how have they survived? <laughs> um, do they, they know all their numbers in their head, but do they have good financial statements? Do they have good bookkeepers? Are they keeping good notes? Are they using QuickBooks? Um, Do they have a good CPA that they can call on? Because that's so important as a small business owner to have your financial statements up to date and ready to go. Um, And then the fourth is, um, you know, once they secure a business loan, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to put all this money down to get this loan because I've got to put 25% down or 20% down. Do they have working capital after they've secured the loan to keep their business running? Um, that's another huge issue that we see is, okay, yeah, you've got the money down, but how much working capital do you have to maintain your company after securing a loan? So making sure that you are doing your money management correctly, that you've got working capital after you secure a loan is super important and something that bankers want to see when they're um, making their final decisions on if they're going to fund or not. So important. Yes. Back to the knowing your numbers, right? Singing my praises here. On That's right. Numbers. Yeah. That's and, right. Uh, and uh, there's, there is great value in a phenomenal CPA. Uh, and boy, I have a whole, I could go on and on about finding the right CPA. Uh, so I, again, I love, uh, I just, I love all the people at Gateway Bank. I appreciate my relationship. So maybe tell us, um, for my listeners, you know, who can you serve? Is it, uh, you know, local only out of state? What's the ideal client for you? Yes. So Gateway Bank services all of Arizona really. Um, but our main, Area, Maricopa County, Pinal County. Um, we do commercial lending throughout Arizona. Um, we do investment properties. We do real estate deals, whether it's owner-occupied or investment. Um, but I would say that a lot of the lot and construction deals that we do are 
um, all over Arizona. So it could be strawberry, Heber, all over. So we service all of Arizona. A lot of our entrepreneurs are small local business owners, our medium business owners are local Maricopa County, Pinal County, that kind of thing. So, um, and like I said, as far as um, Gateway Bank goes, we are pretty much Arizona based. We do the random, okay, I've got an investor out of state, but he's got multiple businesses here. So we will work with out of state people as long as they have local real estate. Um, but as far as, um, as, as Gateway Bank goes, I wanted to share a few cool stats um, that we've received in the last year. Um, so Gateway Bank of Arizona has once again been awarded the highest five-star rating for financial strength and stability from the nation's premier bank rating firm, which is Bauer Financial. So um, we're actually on our 43rd consecutive quarter um, for that five-star rating. So um, it's proof Gateway Bank excels in such areas um, as, as we've been talking about today. Um, we're also proud to share that Gateway Bank was rated number 32 in the U.S. and number one in Arizona as the best bank in Arizona on the depositaccounts.com 2020 list of the healthiest banks and credit unions in America. So um, we, we won that award again, and um, we're just honored and thrilled to serve um, and be here for our local entrepreneurs and help them out. Um, but our dream is to help business owners from a dream state to the reality phase to the acquisition phase. So we're here for the entire ride for these entrepreneurs and we love it. Oh, and I love that. That's phenomenal. And congratulations. That's, that's a wonderful honor. Absolutely. Yay. And so perhaps yeah. what is the best way to connect with you and learn more if my Arizona peeps would love to learn more? Yes. Um, so the best way to connect with us is to go to our website, which is www.gcbaz.com. You can learn a bunch more information there about all the products and services we offer. You can meet our team, learn a little bit more about James Christensen, who's our, our founder and CEO, um, who's super involved in the community and just loves to give back. So um, definitely go there. If you want to email me directly, my email is Lauren L and that's L A U R E N L at G C B A Z.com. Um, and then also too, you can check out our Facebook. Our Facebook account is just facebook.com backslash gateway bank AZ backslash. Um, so you can find more information there and how we're involved in the community and what we're up to. Fantastic. And of course, uh, we'll make sure all of that is in, in the show notes so that uh, folks can easily find you there. And I thank you so much for joining us. I know this has been so valuable for listeners. It's such an important relationship and just has much more impact to our overall business than just the banker relationship, because it really has everything to do with uh, really the growth and development of, of business. So we really appreciate your time and thank you for joining us. I'm Sheila T. And until next time, wishing you a fabulous week. <laughs>